Carl Anthony Towns and John Morant get that bag. And we see Kevin Herter and Malcolm Brogdon on the move uh, at the end of day one and the beginning of day two. I'm going to recap everything that has gone on so far. This is part two to the NBA Free Agency Podcast. Uh, so let's get right into it. Here's more from day one. JaVale McGee with the Mavericks on a three-year $20 million deal, graded this a B plus. It's a good signing. They already got Christian Wood, so they're really just adding some more depth uh, to that center position. And he was a solid player last couple seasons uh, with the Suns and more. So I like this signing for the Mavericks. They're starting to establish themselves as potentially a finals contender. Gary Harris with the Magic on a two-year $26 million deal. I give this a B. It's a decent signing. Gary Harris is a solid player. Uh, I don't think it was necessary for them to extend Harris with their younger core. And Harris isn't old, but uh, I don't think they needed to pay him $13 million a year. It may have not have been a bad idea to let him walk, but again, it's not the worst signing either. The Lakers get Guan Toscano Anderson and Lonnie Walker, both on one-year deals. I graded both of these Bs. Not going to talk about them too much because it's nothing too major. Uh, but the Lakers, they just need to... I, th- I think the role players are only going to do so much. I think they need to get one more star. And they have been in talks with Kyrie Irving and centering on Kyrie Irving and Russell Westbrook. Right? I just don't see as realistic. Why would the Nets pick up that contract to Westbrook's? But, uh, Kevin Knox to the Pistons on a two-year $6 million deal. I gave this a B plus. You know, obviously it didn't work out in New York. Uh, but he's still young. And with this young, young core... Um, I don't think it's a bad idea. Again, it's only $3 million a year, so it's cheap. I like it. DeLon Wright to the Wizards on a two-year $16 million deal, graded a B. Decent signing for a decent team. Nothing too serious here. Andre Drummond to the Bulls agreed to a deal, graded this a B as well. Nicholas Claxton and the Nets agreed on a two-year $20 million deal, graded this a B plus. He's a solid young center. He's quick, stingy as well. Not a, not a guy that you would just randomly... Um, he's, he's definitely not the best, but he's definitely not the worst center in the NBA. He's not a guy that uh, some of the better ones would say, I want to face him tonight. There would be a lot of other guys picked ahead of him. But uh, a decent signing, you know, add those young guys to that core for the Nets, especially since it looks like they're going to be entering rebuild mode soon. Kyle Anderson to the Timberwolves, two years, $18 million deal, graded this name minus. I think this is an excellent signing. And... I think it's properly paid, too. Uh, the Timberwolves, they obviously, they made a couple big moves. And I'm, I'm not going to get to that one in this podcast. That will be in the third one. But uh, I'm very excited to go over that one with you guys as the Timberwolves roster is going to be looking a little interesting next season. Lou Dort, Thunder extension, five years, $87.5 million. It's a B plus. Um, he's a great player, especially defensively. It might be a little too much money. Uh, but nothing too serious. Obviously, he's adding to this young young core that the Thunder have, especially with all their draft picks. They're continuing to add, and they just got Chet Holmgren. This, this scene's going to be good pretty soon, so I do like this signing. Carl Anthony Towns gets paid. Tim Rules, four years, $231 million. This is an A. It, you know, it's the right thing to do. He's their franchise center, in my opinion. Well, <laughs> might not be their franchise guy, is Rudy Gobert might have something to say about that, but they both might be. I don't know what's going to happen there. It's one of the more confusing trades I've ever seen. Not going to talk about it this podcast again. That's in part three. Again, this is in chronological order. 
John Morant also gets set back. Grizzlies, five years, $231 million. A-plus, pay that damn man. Uh, that's exactly what they had to do, continue to build around him. And this was as expected as John Morant was not expected to really leave Memphis anytime soon. So that's all from day one. Let's get to start of day two. Mitchell Robinson, the Knicks, agree on a four-year, $60 million deal. Now, I agree this a B. Him and Hartenstein could be solid at the five for the Knicks this upcoming season. Uh, but I don't expect Mitchell Robinson to be winning uh, playoff rounds for the Knicks anytime soon. So it's nothing incredible, but it's it's a solid signing for the most part, I'd say. Bowl and the Magic agree to a deal. Graded this a B. Nothing serious. Another just young kind of guy going to the Magic. And he's probably not even going to play there, but they might try it out with his height. Bruce Brown and the Nuggets, two years, $13 million. A-minus, underrated signing. Solid defender. The Nuggets, they just need to keep adding because they can't win uh, when Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. aren't healthy. So hopefully they can get healthy and they have this roster. Uh, that they can, or they have this roster full of solid young, solid role players that they keep getting. Ricky Rubio and the Cavaliers, three years, $18 million. B plus. This is some vet leadership for Darius Garland and Colin Sexton that I like. Aaron Holiday and the Hawks, one year deal graded at B. Nothing too serious. Just a little bit of depth. Derek Jones Jr. and the Bulls, two years, six point two million dollar extension graded this a B. Nothing too serious. The Bulls they need to get active. They need to go get someone. Um, the role players aren't going to cut it for them. They need to do something. Here's a bigger signing. Yusuf Nurkic with the Blazers. Four years, $70 million. I agree this is a B minus. He's not the answer. He just is not. So I think it's a little bit of an overpay. Uh, but he is a pretty good rebounder. So it's nothing too too awful. He's a solid defender, good rebounder. But uh, I, it is definitely an overpay. The Blazers, they need, to, they need another star, I think, uh, to help out Grant and Damian Lillard. I think right now they're really just a first-round or second-round exit. Let's go to a quick commercial break before we round out part two. So we've got one more signing and two trades to end with. Gary Payton and the Blazers, another role player going to the Blazers. Three years, $28 million. B plus, you know, just keep adding. I like this. Just talked about it before the commercial break. And uh, here's a decent trade. Kings, they get Kevin Herter from the Hawks for Justin Holiday, Mo Harkless, and a future first-round pick. The Hawks, this is an excellent move, especially after getting DeJounte Murray and trading some first-round picks. They get one right back for a guy that's probably not going to play as much with DeJounte Murray coming in. And they get a solid role player in Justin Holiday and a decent one in Mar- Mo Harkless. So I really like this. I graded this an A for the Hawks. It's getting some dra- draft capital back, especially that, especially after that trade. The Kings, I graded this a B. I don't know if this was the right move to make. Um, you know, it wasn't a bad one because I don't think that first-round pick is going to amount to much or Justin Holiday or Mo Harkless would amount to much, but I don't think, I don't think Kevin Harder is going to be the difference between then going to the playoffs or not. But uh, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. But here's the big one. This is the one I wanted to talk about. The Celtics, they get Malcolm Brogdon from the Pacers for Daniel Tice, Aaron Neesmith, a future first-round pick. So pretty much just one pick. Um, what what are the Pacers doing here? They valued Malcolm Brogdon so high for the longest amount of time, and now they just lowball and they get they really don't get much, in my opinion, of anything. You know, Tice is decent. 
nothing much there. The Pacers, he's not going to do anything there. Aaron Neesmith, he hasn't really played for the Celtics. He's a decent shooter, uh, but he doesn't get really many minutes. The future first round pick, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, the great trade for the Celtics, Malcolm Brogdon. I like him a lot. He's a borderline all-star. And I talked about it in the finals podcast. The Celtics, they need to get a point guard. They went out and they got one. I like this a lot. And I think he's going to fit well. Him, Marcus Smart, Tatum Brown, um, Robert Williams. That's a, that's a pretty good starting five. So I, I definitely think the Celtics are better going into next season already. But uh, yeah, for the Pacers, I agree it's a D plus. They, I just think they could have got much more for this. You know, Malcolm Brogdon's not too insane, but uh, they definitely could have got more. Celtics A plus. This is a fleece in my opinion, and it should be in everyone's. But uh, so yeah, that's gonna wrap up uh, part two for NBA free agency. Part three will more than likely be out tomorrow. Thank you guys for listening. Peace.